the button pusher. Well, too bad. Hello, everyone. Hola, senoritas. Um, how do you know they're all senoritas? <laughs> Men listen to this, too. Senor, I was talking to you. Oh. But I was talking to the listeners. I'm talking to the viewers. <laughs> okay. Hi. Good afternoon. How do you know that it's afternoon when they're I listening? I don't know. It's good afternoon now. It's like 3 o'clock, 3.30. But it could be nighttime when these people are listening. Well, then good night, people. Why are you listening to us? Go to bed. <laughs> Yep, tell people not to listen. That's the way to go. <laughs> anyway, how I'm not even going to ask how you guys are, because you know what? To be honest, I don't give a shit today. <laughs> <laughs> we don't give a shit about your fucking shit either. Fuck. <laughs> fucking crab ass. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> Whatever. Fucking crab apple. You guys want to go to the orchard? What? Fucking drop her off. <laughs> you didn't grow crab apples in an orchard. <clears throat> What's new? Just got a haircut. Same. Not pleased. Not impressed. Why? He was distracted. Oh. She had to cut her own hair when she got back. Oh, God. I do that every week. Yeah, well, she does. Uh, yeah, I get my hair cut. No. I don't get my hair cut every week. But every time I get my hair cut, I always have to fix it. They left mine too long, and I'm going to need another one like a week and a half or two weeks. So. But you were complaining that he goes too short. No, but there's like a happy medium. Okay. It's like the never satisfied club. And he also shaves my face. So he shaved I my have face too. <laughs> yeah, legit. We both have beards now because of our barber. <laughs> We're just accepting it. <laughs> anyway. I just realized they don't know what we look like. Nope. Well, they might know what you look like. Why me? Because we Instagram live do. Yeah, but my face was covered. Not really. They also can probably search who's following the page. Yeah. Who's Kayla, Maggie, and Katie. Yeah. Hello, people. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how your potential dates are going to find you. I don't... I'm not getting potential dates through, but it's haunted, but thank you. She is. It's not, but it's Tinder. Everyone, look her up on Facebook. Please don't. That is (laughs) not... Anyway, um, so word of the week. We're starting this week. Um... We're going to pick a word, I'm going to give you the definition, and we have to try to use it in the in the episode. And whoever uses it the most is the winner. The most? Why don't we just see if we can use it once? Whoever, okay, whoever uses it first is the winner. How about that? Deal. Okay. And the losers have to buy the winner coffee. Does it sound good? Is everyone on board? Aye, aye, Captain. What? Aye, aye, Captain. The word of the week this week is... The word of the week is intrepid. Can you use it in a sentence? It means fearless, adventurous, often used for rhetorical or humorous effect. So technically it is contradicting, but I'm admitting that. So the word of the week is intrepid. It means fearless or adventurous. So, shall we begin? Hello, anybody? Bueller. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so this week we went to... The Medfield State Hospital in Medfield, Massachusetts. What's funny? Hmm? 
Medfield. Medfield. Um, were you guys excited to go? Yes. Why? Why? Yeah. Way to put her on the spot. <laughs> I just want to know, like, what, like, I know why I wanted to go. I don't know. <laughs> I was excited to go because it looked cool. Okay. That's, that's fair enough, because you're the photographer. Right. Okay. I like taking Why did pictures. you want to go? Because you're insane. <laughs> wow. Starting off pleasant as always. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I want to strangle her today, and I can't, like, <laughs> mentally process that. Okay. Fine. Whatever. Like, it might be opposite murder this week. I don't know. The place looked cool, and I was, like, expecting stuff to happen. I don't know. Okay. That's, that's a good reason, I guess. And also, it wasn't a cemetery. It was different. Right. Yeah, we've been I doing feel a lot like of we did a lot of cemeteries and roads. And the fact that it was like close. Well, close, yes. But how old is it? Like over 100 years old. Mm-hmm. And over 30 buildings are still standing. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't know. It's just, it's fascinating. Okay. Why did you want to go? <laughs> because I, you belong there? Yes. <laughs> because the two of you make me insane. And I figured. We make you insane. This is where no, I could live out the no, rest no, no. of my life. Honestly, maybe you should. Enjoy. I will. Don't come visit me. No, for real. Why did you want to go? Um, I think it's cool and that you can walk around the grounds. Like right. I think it's interesting that they, they made it that way. And I think that insane asylums in general are fascinating. Right. I wish that there because, was more. Well, I mean, yeah, but I think it's interesting that they used to put people there for like ridiculous things like when you think of an insane asylum you think it's haunted right like you would assume that it's haunted however upon looking into it there's like hardly anything right there's like no reports of it being haunted right when we were first figuring out where we were gonna go this place just popped up yeah and we just assumed so but there's literally like hardly there's one report that a woman was walking around and she heard scratching coming from inside the church. Which was boarded up, which, mind you. Yeah. Everything's boarded up in there. I'm going to get yeah. to that. But um, that's really it. And yep. then everyone that's like visited um, says it feels like they're being watched. But other than that, everything you find about this place is historical. And like stuff that happened there. Nothing which that about, in itself is It's cool, cool. yeah. But you would think that there would be more reports with the number of people that visit... Right. The grounds of, like, weird stuff happening, but there's not. But didn't you guys say that they don't allow ghost hunters to investigate in there anyway? And some person said that on their blog. Um, I don't think it's factual. Okay. But I'm not going to discredit this person, whatever. I just right. don't think, I don't, I think she pulled it out of her ass, but whatever. But, like, but, yeah. a lot of people go there. A lot of people do go there. So, that's why we decided to go. So, anyway, originally, it was known as the Medfield Insane Asylum, up until 1914 when it was officially renamed Medfield State Hospital. It was established in 1892 and opened in 1896 and was the state's first facility for dealing with chronic mental patients. It was operational from 1896 to 2003, so 107 years. Which that's Which is a pretty long, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the first hospital to use the cottage layout which is essentially like a college campus. It's made up of multiple buildings instead of just one large one, uh, which was previously used in asylums. 
Um, but they were becoming overcrowded and dangerous. And the cottage plan was meant to stem away from treating mental patients like prisoners and have a more homey feel. The multiple buildings made it easier to separate patients by needs, age, and sex as to better serve and take care of them. The buildings surrounded a central core of administration, recreation, worship, and treatment buildings. So they were trying, basically, they wanted to stop treating the mentally ill as a whole like criminals. Right. Which I agree with. Did you tell them that it was the first mental hospital in the state of Massachusetts? Yep, that was in the first sentence. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um... There were criminally insane there, though. Well, I know. But, in general, they were just putting all of... Anyone who was deemed insane into this one big building, like a prison. Right. And they weren't... I feel like you can't properly address the problem that way. So that's what they were trying to do. Um, At its peak, the complex included 58 buildings scattered over 900 acres of land and held up to 2,300 patients who were supervised and cared for by over 500 staff members. And this place is big. It's huge. Um, and many of the staff members lived there on the grounds. Yeah, in the beginning, the staff members were actually housed in the same buildings as the, um, the patients, which I thought was weird, but it was 1896. Yeah, but it was also probably easier for them to keep an eye on them from inside. I mean, yeah, but it kind of seems dangerous. I don't really know. The doctor lived there, The too. doctor li- Well, yeah. yeah, but he had his own house. Right, but still. But, like, when they first opened, the caretakers were living in the wards with right. the you patients. You said the doctor could have the family there, though, too, right? Yeah, yeah he, he had he a had house family. On, the, on the thing. That's interesting. Um, the hospital was self-sufficient in the sense that it raised its own livestock and produce, generated its own heat, light, and power, as well as water and sewage systems. Uh, In the early days, it wasn't just home to those known as mentally or criminally insane, but even those who were disabled or labeled as outcasts. This place was home to people who were deemed useless to society. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yeah. so really messed up. Aside from the criminally and mentally insane, reasons for admittance into the hospital in the early years included physical disabilities, menopause, which, menopause. Menopause. Yeah, that was well, a big because, thing. Well, because, like, when you go through menopause... You start acting crazy. Yeah, your hormones are out of whack, and you, you're... I wonder if that's what's happening to Shut- me. Oh, I thought you were going to say me. So they, like, deemed you crazy. Um, injury, masturbation, so... Poor Kayla definitely would have been in the Can't mental. be jerking the gherkin, you know? Deafness, muteness, blindness... So shit, I would have been in there. there. <laughs> um, overworked and other health issues, or simply just because your family didn't want the burden of taking care of you anymore, which is sad. Oh my god! But it happened. Like when kids were born with Down syndrome, they were sent away to live at these places. That makes me want to cry. That's so if sad. Kids were born with any disabilities; they were sent away because that's how life was back then. That's it's sad. Um, within the grounds of the hospital lies the Medfield State Hospital Cemetery which is home to 841 grave sites. The cemetery was open from 1918 up until 1988 and was the final resting place for patients who had no family to claim their remains. The cemetery came to be because 1918 was the year of the great influenza epidemic that hit worldwide, including Medfield. 
Due to the large number of deaths at the facility, the town of Medfield felt that it could no longer accommodate patient burials and requested that the state establish its own cemetery for the hospital. Um, which that's kind of sad to think about, too. Like, people were dying and alone, essentially. They had no family. and They were selling, or not, I don't know if they were selling. They, sell, they were donating bodies to, to, to Harvard, science. Right? Yeah. You can technically still like, <coughs> do that. Like, yeah, you can s- donate your body to science. Yeah. yeah, I know, but like, that's just, that's sad. That well, it's sad to that think like, about. It has to yeah. result to that because right. you don't have anyone. Right. Right. And the hospital, actually, it was a teaching hospital, too. Like, it, I think it's one tough. thing if you yeah. make, like, the decision to, like, donate your body to right. science. Right, but, but these people had no family. Yeah, it's just because of that. So that also means they had, like, no one probably visited them. And that's just sad. Uh, originally, the graves were marked with a single square stone bearing nothing but a number. No names or dates. Uh, in 2005... A project was undertaken to properly mark the graves and clean up the cemetery. So now, next to each original number marker is a new one bearing the patient's name, year, and year of birth and year of death. Which I thought was nice. I thought it said something about, like, Boy Scouts. A Boy Scout troop helped in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Since the hospital closed, some of the buildings have been demolished, but still more than 30 remain. The grounds has been turned into a park, which is open to the public from sunrise to sunset, where many people venture to see what's left of what once was and just enjoy the peace and quiet of a walk through the grounds. While the grounds themselves are open, entrance to the buildings is strictly forbidden. And Uh, we walked around this whole place. Yeah. There's like no way in. Unless you took a crowbar to one of the boards. Yeah. You're probably not getting in there. No. Yeah. Signs around the grounds and on all of the buildings state that they are unsafe, um, unsafe conditions, and the doors and windows are boarded up to prevent entry. With that being said, people have gone in. Yeah, but in they, previous years, yeah, I don't know how they recent. come around regularly and reboard. You can see there's extra boards. So it's like them, yeah. thinking if you, if get you go in, in, who's to say they're not going to come boarded up while you're in there not knowing and you're stuck, <laughs> and then in, you're there. stuck in there. <laughs> That's your new home. And then what right. do you do? Call the police and then you're arrested right. and then your life is over. No, exactly. It's <laughs> actually kind of accurate. <laughs> I doubt your life would be over. No, but Well, I mean, I mean you'd probably die from the asbestos. Right? <laughs> That's so, kind of how long you're in there. <laughs> Uh, but despite its cottage-style plan and efforts to make the hospital less dangerous than previous facilities, it still had its share of trauma, violence, and controversial events. In 1897, a male patient named William Spearing died of shock from burns he received after he was put into a tub full of scalding hot water. The attendant responsible was immediately discharged, and it is believed he fled to Maine. Uh, Boston newspapers claimed that there was an attempt of a cover-up by the hospital and facts were being kept from the public, which is fucked up. Later that same year on Christmas Eve, a female patient named Mary Fitzgibbons escaped from the hospital. I like that last name. Fitzgibbons? (laughs) It's a a good one. It's a great last name. (laughs) Um, It is said that all possible efforts were made to find her, but her tracks were lost when the snow went into a plowed road. Towns within a 20-mile radius were notified by mail, offering a reward for her return. Her body was found the following February, about one mile from the hospital. Her cause of death was ruled as exposure. That's really sad. That makes me feel like they didn't really, they didn't really try to find her. Well, 
I read stuff that was saying, like, the patients were roaming, most of them, freely. They would leave. That's, yeah. I well, mean, I mean, if you were, if, if you're, you're overpopulated, over, yeah. it, and it was, it was people. severely overpopulated. As the years went on, point. it became severely overpopulated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that makes me feel like they didn't really look for her as much as they claimed. Well, especially if it was snowing, they might have just, like, right. been like, she'll turn up if she turns up. She's like, gonna get cold. Right. right. Uh, in September of 1902, Sarah McCormick, a 30-year-old female patient, was killed by another patient during the absence of their attendant. Both women were in the ward for violent patients. When the attendant temporarily left the room, McCormick was said to have been strapped to her bed, while the other woman was left cleaning the floor. McCormick was attacked using an iron floor polisher, so I'm assuming it was pretty fucking heavy. Well, yeah, those those old, like, you know, yeah. like the pushing ones? Yep. I'm demonstrating um, it like they can see what I'm talking I know. about. <laughs> the attendant returned to find McCormick dead. Um... In 1916, an attendant named Wesley Linton pled guilty to the assault, beating, and killing of a patient. He was sentenced to three years in Dedham, House of Corrections. Three years, that's it? I know. For, like, he had... Murder. Right. It it was a different time back then. I was gonna say, I mean, 1916... I also read something on, like, one of the forums. Someone commented saying, like, their grandfather... I said it right, <laughs> was housed there in, like, the 40s or something. Mm-hmm. And he said that, like, they treated people very badly. badly. Yeah. Um, during the 30s and 40s, the hospital continued to grow overcrowded. 1938 saw the introduction of shock treatment to the hospital, and the same year two patients were killed as a result of beatings from employees. There was also... Right. What it said was his death certificate said he died of, um, I think, the flu or something. Mm-hmm. But he really died of being beat to death. Oh, yeah. They were doing another cover-up or something like that. You said that the other night. I remember you reading that. Uh, there was also a major investigation by the state over the disappearance of a large number of narcotics. So, um, in the 40s, children were admitted for the first time, and the youngest one was four years old. Yeah, they said there was only six to ten. Six to ten, yeah. Um, So with no separate housing for the children, they were... that's fucked up. They were put in with the adults, which is kind of weird. That's, like, sick. Because, I mean, realistically, like, you don't know what was going on in there anyway. So... I mean, I'm sure, like, hopefully they put them with, you know, the better patients, but it's still... Still overcrowding, and kids don't understand, like, what's, you know... Uh, as yeah, res- but some of those people don't understand. Right. Like, right. No, right. no, I mean, I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not, but I'm just saying, like, children really don't understand, like, what's going on, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like... Uh, as a result of World War II and the number of men who were enlisting, there was a significant staff shortage. The quote-unquote better patients picked up the slack, caring for patients and even carrying keys. <laughs> which, <laughs> Okay. Um, the patients looked after laundry, food service, housekeeping, as well as the farms and the grounds. Didn't you also say that they were, like, babysitting the staff's children or something like that at one point? Um, yeah. You read, yeah. There was a guy who wrote, like, an article or interviewed for, like, the paper or something. His dad was the physician. He was a physician So they lived there. in the, the house. His dad would let, like, the quote-unquote trusted patients, patients. 
babysit them. Which is crazy. I would never. No. Like, I don't I have... mean, it's not anything against, but... Right. It's not, nothing it's against just, the Right, insane, it's just... But... I mean, granted, like, some of them, you know, they were in there for menopause, which is just... Well, that was in the early days. Right. But I'm I sure mean, as time went on. Okay, but there were wards there that were, like, violent, violent wards. Right. Yeah. Um... So among these notable incidents, there was a number of reports that we found and claims that abuse and deaths of the patients happened right. at the hands of the employees, um, as well as, like, treatment methods and neglect. So, But, like, the <clears throat> violent ward, that's the one in the very back. Right. With its, it's fence fenced off. off. They weren't like, allowed. Like, the fence is obviously not like it was back then like it's kind of destroyed but But you can see where it was fenced like Like they they weren't allowed they were allowed outside but but not only in that area yeah they they weren't allowed to mingle with the other like caged animals really like a zoo like that's really like i mean but i get it i understand why they would keep them separate well yeah me too and this is what the whole plan of doing the cottage style layout of the place was so that for. way you're not treating everybody like a prisoner it's like right. you know like you're separating out like, like these the really people, bad yeah ones. Well, i mean even they weren't like treated as prisoners right just to an extent they well, had right. to be kept there, separate i did read also there was some um rooms that only had a, a food slot in it so, so kind of like, like solitary a prison right yeah. so i think they tried i think they had the right idea was making it this way, but then it became overcrowded and overpopulated, and there's nothing you can do. There's nothing right. Like, what are you supposed to like? It's not the peep the patient's fault. It's also not the staff's fault. It's like you know, like they're pushing pe- more and more people in. I mean, to a degree, but like you, can I mean, only, you yes. can only have so many staff on, you know. And what I find crazy is it closed in 2003. That was 16 years ago. Yeah, and it's still like more than half of it's still standing. Yeah, I mean, um, did you notice some of the buildings had red X's on them? Yeah, those yeah, were condemned. No, no, that um, means like de- they're they're going to be, be demolished, demolished. Oh, or really? they're set to be demolished. So the town of Medfield bought it what, like a few years ago? I think. I think in nineteen ninety or nineteen ninety two thousand four. It was some. I think it was like a f- couple years after, after it, closed it closed or something. The town bought it for yeah. like three million dollars. Yeah. So it it it's a public. It's they made it space. into a public. Like people walk their dogs there. People are walking around, but not like an overabundance of people. No, but it also says that it's um guarded. Like there's yeah. security. Maybe, but we were there for two nights. I mean, we obviously didn't sleep there, but we were there for two days. Yeah. And we didn't didn't see a cop. Didn't see one cop. We didn't see anyone patrolling the area. Um, There's like a trailer outside one of the entrances that the guard supposedly stays in. Yeah. But... I mean, we did see maintenance people there during the day. Like, there was the, um, the white truck that was in there, but I honestly... I don't think they were staying there at night, obviously. No, no. there's no way. Like, they probably would have come out. Yeah. And, like, I mean, there's, like, no gate to prevent you from going in at night. No. So, you know. But it's weird that there's, in. like, no... It's haunted. Yeah, there's no reports of it being haunted. Like, online. Um, 
or anything, which is weird. It's all information about the history. Yeah, which, I mean, like you said, it's sad in itself the way that things were there for a while, but... Ironically, I I think this was one of the craziest places we went to with, like, the least information. Yeah, I think when you think of, like, an abandoned hospital or asylum, you think it's going to be haunted, especially because so many people died there alone, and... When you think of a ghost, you it know, sounds like, like murders and things right. taking place. Walking through, how did you? What What did you feel just walking through? During the day, I was fine. Walking through, at night, it was different. Like you feel like something's watching you. Um. So I, I think it got a little bit more intimidating at night. What did you feel walking through? Yeah. Um, during the day, I was still creeped out because it, it's super quiet. Right. It is really quiet. So there's, you don't hear birds. There's no, there's a lot of trees. No animals. No animals. No birds, no squirrels, no nothing. And we saw that a lot of people who like went there just to visit and take pictures, like they said the same thing. It's creepy and quiet. I don't know if this is morbid, but I like, I love it there. It's very... It's interesting. It's peaceful. Right. When I'm walking through, <clears throat> I feel peaceful. It's like, like, there's very few places that I've gone in my life that have made me feel peaceful. Yeah. One of them is Robert Frost's cabin. Oh, I love it there. This place makes me feel similar. But also creepy. It's like an eerie peaceful. It makes me feel sad, too, which is weird. Yeah, it's very, like, solemn. Just because, you know, like, you read about all that stuff. And then you look at the buildings and you, like, look up what the buildings, like, were. Well, they still have the map What the people were housed in there for. Yeah. It's like you can almost feel it. Yeah, it's like a melancholy feeling in there, in general. Did you get that when we were walking through I mean, yesterday? I felt sad thinking about, like, stuff that we had researched, like, <clears throat> and thinking, like, you, if things were still the same, like, you could be in there because you're technically blind. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could. And according to you, I'm deaf. Right. Like, it's and just... And we're gay, so God only knows how that would have oh, gone, God. too. I know. I know. It didn't say anything about gay. Yeah, it didn't. Which is I weird. mean, back then, though. Right. That wasn't really, um, like, but it's sad to think that like people were just sent there because their family didn't want them. Right. So it it is kind of sad, I guess. When you're I on. would get sent there for that reason too. Oh my god, your family listens to this. That's okay. Alrighty, <laughs> you better put that in. Bro. Alrighty. <laughs> anyway, um, not so that yeah. you better put that in part, but the rest of it. It's like an eerie. It's sad and it's eerie, but it's also peaceful, and. It's interesting. I think it's good that they left it. Right. Because I I think that, like, things happen and then... You need to learn from it. Not only that, but, like, you tear these places down and you build apartments and... And that's talk of what they were going to do. Right. You forget the history. You forget. You forget everything. Yeah. So I think it's a good reminder that... Things and are nothing like what they were used like, to be. Still there, like you know, like their bodies are like right across the street from this place, like right, you know, like right. But I love it there. I would go there every day just to walk around. Yeah, I would go there to take pictures. Like 
the grounds are beautiful. They are. Oh yeah, it is a really it's like a really they really nice keep it clean. Yeah, they do. They do a good job taking care of it. Yeah, it's not overgrown or anything. People like... clean up after their dogs. It was not. It's not what you would think. But then, when you shift to nighttime, oh boy, it's kind of like a whole different place. Yeah. I mean, we also went in there thinking. I mean, I kind of thought it would we would pick something up. But then at the same time, I was like, there's nothing. There's nobody has said anything about this place. It's weird. Right, you that didn't even want to go. It's not that I didn't want to go. I just had very low expectations. Well, yeah, because we're a But It's Haunted podcast. Right. Well, not only that, but just the fact that nobody said anything. Right. I searched, like, high and low. Me too. Like, Reddit, subreddit. Like, I was deep in the internet. I was and watching I could the find Patriots game. Nothing. <laughs> and yeah, there was nothing. Like, like it... It was strange. Well, yeah, because you were like, we might have to get a backup for this right. week because I. Feel I mean, like not, we're not, a, gonna... not that we wouldn't have made an episode about it. But... Well, yeah, but like, I mean, in general, just to like, so we would have, you know, maybe found something. It was just strange to not find anything. So I had low expectations until we returned in the night. <laughs> and it's, I wouldn't say that it is like, like a dark feeling. I wouldn't say that it's dark. I don't feel like it's evil, if that's what you mean. Yeah, the, no, that's what I but mean. But it's definitely... It, I don't know. It's eerie. It, it's more than eerie. Yeah. I it doesn't feel like the same place that it is in the right. day. Yeah. It doesn't feel as peaceful. No. It doesn't feel as, like... Welcoming? Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't feel evil. Right. Yeah. It doesn't feel as welcoming at night. I don't know if that's because it's fucking dark. Holy shit. Yeah, it's like really bad. But it, yeah, it's like a, it's like you went to a different place. It's weird. Well, when we first went in, um, we were like, oh, walking around here at night is like not going to be that bad. There's like street lights. Yeah. Because Because it used to be, you know. Well. None of them work. Yeah, the street lights do not work. No, they do not. (laughs) But. There are lights that do work. Yeah. One of the houses, when we when we got there night one. Which, that's not the admin building. No. What the fuck was that? Did anyone know. just hear that scream? I don't anyway. know if it was a scream or a whistle or a howl. Um, anyway. So night one, we pulled into the main entrance, that building to the right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's that like light was on. Post. Yeah, there's like a... Police truck. Um, it's like an old police oh, truck. Oh, we should probably like explain. Yeah. Explain. Um, Shutter Island was filmed here. X Men parts of X Men were like filmed n- here. Ninja Mutants. I don't even know what the fuck know. it was. And then they used it for um, the location in Fallout Four, which is a video game. So that building was supposedly an outpost. I'm. I don't know for sure, but that's what just, we. That's what we found. It, it also has, has like, like the antennas. Antennas on it. Yeah. But, like, there's lights on in the building. It's not completely boarded up, but there are signs on it that say it's condemned. Yeah. Yeah. So why are there lights on? And there's, like, cleaning supplies in there, but they're, like, old cleaning supplies. Like, just looking in the... the old police truck back there. Which was weird about that. There was, like, spider webs all over it. Mm Mm-hmm. But it looked, the tires were, like, clean. And they weren't flat. Like, it looked like it was plugged into something, too, which was really strange. I don't know. I mean... That the porch light of that building was on, and then pretty much that was it. 
Well, the candles. Well, that's on night two. Yeah. But, so, like, that was the only light that was, like, coming from anywhere in this place. Well, we saw a light beaming from the center. Like, the middle. But we couldn't We couldn't out find what out was. what it was. We couldn't figure it but out. But there were blue lights on the administration building. That's but that's not, not where, it's not in the middle. I'm, yeah. I'm not, yeah, no, I'm but not that's not the that. admin building. I got that wrong. I don't know how. That was where the male staff lived. Oh, well hmm. then, there, well, there were some blue lights on over there. Um, yeah, we couldn't find where the blue light was coming from. And we also saw lights coming from the doctor's house. Yeah, which was strange. Um, so night one, what did we get? Night one. So? Um, so we got there. We, we got out. I put on the spirit box. And the first word, it, was it quarantine or quarantine? Quarantine. Which, Which is kind of fucked up because the place is condemned. Like yeah. every single building is yeah. condemned. Yeah. Which is, that was weird. And then it, the spirit box said, Hi, friend. Yep. So I started talking. And then it said Caleb. Yep. So, assuming it was somebody named Caleb. Um, we heard a lot of footsteps. <laughs> we did. There was yeah. a lot. Now, like we said, it's very quiet. There's no sign of animals. Even the bugs. When you first get there. They're loud. They're yep. very loud and like prominent. And then as you go in, silence. Yeah, you don't hear anything. So we did hear footsteps. Um, um, we also saw floating objects. Like, yep. it was, like, shadows, but they weren't walking. Yeah, it looked like they were, like, levitating over the ground. Right. Right. Which was weird. We couldn't get any pictures. No. Like, we haven't invested in a good camera yet. But we will. Um, <clears throat> what else? It was answering questions again. It was answering questions. Like... Very um, actively. <laughs> we were hearing weird. weird crackling noises. Yeah. It almost sounded like wood burning. Yeah, I didn't really think of that. Which it kind of did. There was no fires or anything. You don't know how they heated these places back In the then, beginning, though, right? yeah. Which was weird. Um, <clears throat> it said a lot, the spirit box said a lot of names. Which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the most names we've ever gotten. Yeah. Which makes sense for the location because of how many people were there. Um, about forty minutes after it said hi friend, it said friend again. Yep. When I was trying to get Caleb to come back. Um and it's never repeated words like, like a it second did here. day either. Like when we've gone in like for another day, like it's never done that. And it's also never said phrases. Yeah. Which it did. Yeah, like a lot. we had some phrases come through. Um, and so, some scary ones. Yeah. yeah. So we walked through for a while. And then we went back to the car. I, I forget why we left. There was a reason why we left. I just can't I remember. I probably had to pee. Probably. <laughs> so we left. The car shook. The car did shake. Yeah. Um, so when you pull back out, we took a, we took a right down the road. We heard like a weird noise. Oh we couldn't, God. I know. This we is, couldn't, oh at first we didn't realize what the noise was. Now, mind you, we live in the city. 
It was a train horn. <laughs> but it didn't. Sound it didn't normal. sound normal. But it. Well, it, you got to figure this was also a cargo train. This isn't like a like a regular train. You know what I mean? Like they sound. Yeah, different. but it still didn't sound complete. Like it didn't sound that. Normal. It sounded like music to me. Like at right, first it, it did. Weird. It sounded like weird music. So we drove a and little we bit. We were right near the cemetery. So. Yeah, we drove yeah. a little bit further, and then we saw the train tracks. The lights were blinking. Whatever. It was a train. There was a man parked. We didn't know it was a man. There was a car parked literally sideways, sideways literally like, like next to it, inches. All it looked like from the train, and then Kayla noticed that there the was the car a, was at least a foot. But that's like insane no, to think about. But the man, the man was inches well, so from the, the train. Yeah, the thing was, so I like looked. I was looking at his car because it was a dark car. And then I like looked up and I could like see like something bobbing and I was like, oh my god, is this is that like this guy's head? And so I'm like, is there a man standing next to the train? And there right was, now? there was a man. Yeah, the horn or the horn, the train was like beeping, beeping at, at him. Yeah. What, what what the hell are you doing that close to like the right? He was really really close to the train. Literally, we weren't sure like what was happening. Like I was low key waiting for him to jump in front of the train or. I was waiting for him to do the same thing. Like, I didn't yeah, like, know I what didn't was happening. Was um, he stood there for the whole length the whole of the train. Length of the train. Um, and then he turned and looked into... Like, we were stopped. You had to stop. You had to wait for the train to pass, obviously. He, like, creepily looked at us and smiled. As we were slowly and driving And it was by. weird. This it was man's very creepy. face is burned in my yeah. head. So, we went back, and then I was like... Let's go back and see, like, what is he doing there? So we looped back around, and as we were driving by, he was sitting in his car, rocking back and forth. But the spirit box said scary stuff. After, after that. After yeah. we saw him rocking back and forth. Yeah, yeah. because I drove down the street, yeah. and I was like, what the hell? So then he he pulled away, and we started following him, which, I'm not telling, like, you shouldn't follow people. No, we, we didn't. We pulled away. I pulled down the street. We drove back, and he was, like, gone. Like, and oh. then the box said, come find me. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. And then the box said, it is here. Yep, I forgot yep. about that yep. part. It and said, then, I actually think it said, it is here first. Yep. yep. It, it did. Said, it is it here. said, it is here. And then it said, quick, left, come find me. And then it said safe. And we took that left at the end of the yep. road, and that's literally where his car was. Like, he was driving down that yep. road. He turned around, though, and he did. was coming. Coming the opposite way, because I thought he was going to drive into my car. But um, then he disappeared. He, like, literally the gone. The car, the guy, everything. everything disappeared. There was no sign of him, which was really strange. We don't know <clears throat> if he was real. Um, that was terrifying. It was. It was really scary. Um, we also heard, um, this goes back to, like, when we were at the hospital we heard screams of like agony yeah like agonizing screams like Um, shortly after we had gotten there yeah um which was really that was freaky there was no one in there except for us yeah like there was no other cars no cars no nothing it was silence and it was just really weird um and like i can't picture somebody walking over there you know what i mean like right and then the surrounding area there are houses, but they're not, not close. close to the hospital. And the direction that the scream came from, there's no houses. It's it came from like the back of the of the grounds, which is there's nothing back there. It's where the fields were that they farmed. And, right. 
So it was really weird. But the disappearing man, the creepy man, whatever he was. It was really scary. Like, we're kind of downplaying it, but, like, that was terrifying. It was. Like, like I was, you, like, you, genuinely afraid of him. It was one of those things where you had to be there to kind of yeah. grasp, like, how scary it actually was. But it was very scary. Yeah. It was almost like the train was going through him. That's how kind of yeah. It was really weird. He was like, yeah, like he was like right next to it. Like, why are we? Why are you getting out of your car first of all yeah. to walk towards a train? Well, you guys saw him rocking back and yeah. forth. Yeah, so. it was like it was really creepy. And he just had like a blank, creepy the stare. The only thing I remember about him is he kind of reminded me of my father. <laughs> well, he looked like um, he had Coke bottle glasses and a mustache. That's he, all. I he remember. looked dated. Like he looked like from he wasn't the eighties. Yeah. It was really weird. He looked like the guy from Happy Gilmore where it gets the nail in his head. So shortly after that, we left for the night. Um, we didn't plan on going back. But we were like, fuck it. It's close to our house. And we wanted to. Get, it was so like, we just wanted to go back. I felt like, like I wanted to go back. The only information we really had was like the history and everything. And it yeah. was super close to my school. So it worked out pretty well. So I just wanted too. to go back. Um, so Katie and I went back during, during the, the day, day before it got dark while Kayla was still in school, um, to finish walking like the full length of the grounds Yep, and take more pictures of like some of the buildings because yep. we didn't get to, yeah, we didn't get to walk fully... the, f- the entire grounds during the day, the first day. So we wanted to go back and do that. So we walk through we're not even up to like the i think we're up to the so we pulled we went in on the other side where the trailer yeah where the trailer is and we walked in and we got up to the first like building the doctor's doctor's house house, yeah and she had the box on and it said caleb no i'm not done yet oh it hadn't said anything yet oh yeah and i looked at the box and said Hello, friend. And you know, it, just being facetious. Yeah. And it replied, Caleb. Caleb. So it was our friend Caleb. Um, so we walked <laughs> around. We took some pictures. Um, we probably were there for, what, an hour? Roughly. I heard coughing. Right. So from I was writing, like, stuff down as it was happening. Yeah. And um, I said to her, like, look at that creepy window. I think I was talking about... I don't know if it was the chapel or near the chapel. Yeah, it was that tiny window way up in the in the peak of the roof. There was and a weird window. And then the box said glass. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? That's kind of And weird. then two minutes later, it said window. Yep. Um, and then it said Charles. Yep. Which the, the grounds are built near the Charles, like part of the, the Charles, Charles River. River. Yeah. But... There was also a physician that worked there whose name was Charles, and there was a trustee that worked there, and his name was Charles. So yeah. I don't know if it has anything to do with it. Um, so then we were walking by Building 18, which was the woman's restraint ward, and we were talking about how it was the woman's restraint ward, and the box said Emily, mm-hmm. which is weird. That's a woman. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. So then we were walking by another ward. It was like the seizure ward. Yep. The epileptic ward. Yep. And, and it said side. Which you put people on their side when they have seizures. Yeah, like so it could be was, a coincidence, but it was still weird. And then we heard coughing. 
Did you hear the coughing too? I heard the okay. coughing, which it we were by like, the infirmary. Yeah, it didn't, there was oh, no people weird. around us either. Right. Like there was a guy in there walking his dog, but he was on the other side of the the thing because we went opposite directions. Right. Um, and it kind of sounded like it was coming from inside the building. So then I, um, there was this like little building, this little tiny uh, gray stone building. And I was like, what's that? And the box, box said, said stone, stone which yep. was weird. Mm-hmm. So then we had to go pick Kayla up. So we were like walking out and I noticed that there was candles lit in one of the buildings. And that was the male staff, the male staff house building. You have like pictures. We of have pictures of the candles lit. So not only do I have pictures of the candles lit, but... On the first day, I took a picture of the same building yep. and in the same window that we saw the lit and it candle. Was pretty much the same time of day. It looks like there is a man standing in the window. But not only that, there are no candles lit. Not in the first day picture, which yeah, is fucking right. weird. In the second day picture. In the second day picture, I walk. We were walking up, and I look, and the f- the candle like caught my eye. So I look up. It's on what, like the second or third floor? Second or third floor. I think it's the third. And I saw a black shadow walk across and the candle went away for like three seconds and then it came back. Yeah. So so no candles the first day. And then suddenly there was like, what, five? Five windows had lit candles in them. Mind you, there's no way into that building at all. Right. So it's not like someone went up there and lit fucking candles. Yeah. So then I started thinking... Are they, like, LED candles, blah, blah, blah. But the place has been closed for 16 years. Like, there's no way. There's the no way. Right. It's just, there's, like, hard, there, I can't think of any logical reason why these candles were lit. But they looked like real candles yep. to me. They didn't look like LED because they right. were, like, flickering. Right. Like, it was really weird. We have pictures of the candles. Um, We heard whistling. We did hear whistling. And... I didn't hear this, but Katie heard a phone ringing. Like, and not a cell, a cell phone. phone. It was like an old, not an old, but like when you think of like a doctor's office, that weird ring. I heard it come from inside one of the buildings. Which, again, it's been closed for 16 years. I highly doubt that there's the a working phone, phone number there. for the hospital itself. And then one of the last words it said was passing. As, yep. we As we passed the gate out. The, yep. So we left. We went to get Kayla from school. And like we took some time. Like it took us time to get there and back, whatever. Like an hour probably. Yeah. It was um, like pitch black by the time we got yep. back there. It was like, it was dark. So we went in for night two of our investigation. The most terrifying fucking night of my life. Yeah. <laughs> um... So we went in, we got there, we got out of the car. We stood outside of the car for a few minutes. Um, but even just standing outside of the car. It was creepy. Well, we parked on the opposite um, side last night, too. Right. You could see shadows. shadows. You could hear footsteps again. And then the, do- the doctor's house was, well, it was, like, lit up. Yeah. That area was lit. And things were walking back and forth. Yep. In the light. Um... Uh, the flashlight that Kayla was using. So yeah, so essentially, dying. like we were kind of afraid to like walk in there, but we ended up we ended up going in eventually. But like, well, we weren't afraid because we went in the night before. It was creepy. The second <laughs> night. Okay. 
So I walked in a little bit because, like, I wasn't really that scared. And I walked in because it looked like something that, like, was walking, like, past us. So I shined the flashlight. And I'm looking. And I didn't see anything. So I started, like, walking back out. And we get over to the car. And I'm holding the flashlight, like, still looking into the, um, like, the grounds. And the flashlight just started flickering. And then it started, like, turning off. And then turning back on. So that was really I actually weird. have a video of that. Yeah. yeah. So that was weird. And the flashlight has brand new batteries. We so. bought it two weeks ago and we've used it like once. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was weird. Um, we, I had the spirit box on at that point. It said Madison, powerful rock, productivity, protest, modify. It said powerful rock when we were talking about the, the rocks. The rocks. Yeah. Because yep. I remembered my rocks this time. I yeah, forgot them on said, night one. Yeah, you have the rocks. I said they're in. Or no, I was holding the box and it said powerful rock. Yeah. And the rocks were in my pocket. Or in your pocket. hand. Yeah, right. Or your pocket. Because yeah. I forgot them last week when we went to Vermont and I forgot them on night one. So that was weird. Um, protest. Because I was sort of protesting walking in. Because I saw things running around well, by we the were, doctor's house. We were I didn't protesting know. driving in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you can drive in on that side. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was afraid that if we drove in... That gate was going to come down. and That would have been our luck, too. Somehow. Yeah. Like, it was chained up. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Um, and then <clears throat> it said, modify line inside. And then it said, feeling spiders. Well, we were talking about going inside, and it said inside. It said inside, inside, yeah. And then it said feeling spiders, which Which we started feeling things. And then there was spider on the car. Yep. Yep. So. Well, there were spiders on the car later on. Well, but still. Yeah. It was still weird. That moth was in the car. Um, You flew out of the car when you saw the moth. I sure did. Um, It was really weird. It also said console. Yeah, so when I, I was afraid to walk in at first because I saw things running around by the doctor house and I didn't know, it didn't look shadowy, it looked solid, it looked like a person. I was like, I'm not going in there to get stabbed or right. whatever, I didn't know. Especially with that creepy guy the night before. Like the place is so popular that you it wouldn't be weird for other people to be there. Right. So I didn't know. So I was kind of scared, so Maggie like put her arm around me and was rubbing my shoulder and then the spirit box said console, which, strange. <laughs> um, and then it said appreciation, which was weird. I don't know. It was very scary. We also saw eyes in the bushes right we at the did entrance, see eyes but then in the we bushes. realized that those weren't even bushes. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It was really weird. But they were definitely eyes. Oh, definitely. So then we were kind of, like, we went in a little bit. Um, we were talking about, we were just talking about, like, stuff that happened there and whatever, and it said sadness, understand, father, and then it said lesions, which, like, bruises. So we were talking about how the patients were beat to death. And And it's weird that it said sadness because, like, you do feel feel sad. Um, it said report, chest, key. It said report when she was writing down notes about this place. It yep. said chart, too, when mm-hmm. I was doing yep. the same thing. Um, utility, which there's that utility building right down in the beginning there. So after that, we went back to the car. And right, do you want to tell the story, Kayla? Sure. Well, hold on. We went back to the car. 
I we were gonna leave. We weren't gonna leave. We were just gonna sit in the car, I think, for yeah. a few. And um go ahead. So before we had gone there, we purchased candy and such because <laughs> we like to snack while we do this. <laughs> and I hadn't eaten all day, so Maggie got me, you know, food. So I had the bag on the left side of me. I was sitting in the back seat because Maggie actually ended up driving because I left my car at the school last night. So I'm sitting in the back and me and Maggie were having like a conversation. I had like, I was literally texting. I had both my hands on my phone, but me and you were having like a verbal conversation as well. And um, all of a sudden I hear the bag on my left crinkling. Yep. Mind you, the uh, windows, we all heard it. Yeah, like everybody in the car heard we it. We all heard it. I thought she was, I just thought she was getting her candy. Nope. Yeah. Um, all of the windows were up in the vehicle. I should yep. also the, add. Yeah, the car wasn't moving. The, the car wasn't was even on. on. The car wasn't on. Yeah. No, no it wasn't. It no, wasn't that's what I'm on. saying. It, like it wasn't on at all. Um, and I look over, and the bag is fucking moving. Yeah. Like, like we heard it moving. Like you too. heard it, but it was also like moving like pretty rapidly. Yeah. I. Freaked the fuck out. No, not really the first time you didn't. It oh, happened, the, it twice. happened the second. It was the second time. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. You were like, get me out no, of here. No, well, this is the first time. She didn't really freak out the first time. We were just kind of like, what the fuck? But I still drove away. We did drive away because, yeah. like, all right. But, and then it started, um, the box said Christopher. And so then, we were telling Christopher he ain't getting no fucking right. candy. And then it said his. So we, we said it's not your candy. Yep, we drove down the road a little bit, and then it said bring. <laughs> we we're not bringing in the candy. <laughs> yeah. Um, initial helpful. Then it said Connor. So we're think we were thinking like there were children that were like kept ah, there. Yeah. Um, we couldn't find any reports that any of them died there, but like you never know. And even if it wasn't a child, some of these people had the mentality of children. Yeah. We think he just, like, he wouldn't leave us alone. He just wanted the candy. So we went back. <laughs> we went back a little bit later. Or no, we drove down to we the train to tracks. Yeah. And then we went to Cumbies so you could pee. Um, yeah. We, we saw our friends. Like so Cumbies. we were gone for, like, 20 minutes, say. Um, and then we went back. Um, we were sitting there not very long. And then... <laughs> so all of a sudden, we're sitting there, and the bag starts crinkling again. Oh no! Wait, no, we were there for a little bit. Um, Maggie was talking about the cold spots in the car. Oh yeah, it said friend again. So you said hi, Caleb. When right, we got there at nine twenty-six, and then at nine thirty-one, it said friend. When I turn the box back on. Um, you were talking about cold spots in the car. It said cold air. Yep. It said eye. Um, we had seen the eyes in the bush. Mm -hmm. And then, so we were there for about 20 minutes. So, yeah. So we were there for 20 minutes and all of a sudden I hear the crinkling again. But I didn't let it go on for a long period of time. Because I looked over, saw the bag moving. I didn't hear it the second time, which is weird. I didn't either. I don't even think I let you guys hear it long <clears throat> enough. Like, it happened, like, no. twice. I looked over, saw it moving, and I freaked out. Yeah. She freaked out like I've never seen her freak out before. 
Because I'm usually quiet when I'm scared, but I, like, was terrified. I, like, usually she forgets how to drive, and I almost forgot how to drive. Like, I wanted out. So I think that's what scared me more, too. Like, one, I was in the back seat, so, like, that was freaking me out. But also I had no control over, like, leaving the area, because usually I'm driving. Right. And that freaked me out, too. So, like, as that was happening, the box said bar, like, candy bar. Oh, I forgot. Um, yeah. It said Robert and it said the number six. Um, it didn't like spell out six. It literally just was the number six. Which is fucking weird. Right. <clears throat> and then it said wave, which. Um, I think it said wave the first time. It did. As well. Yep. So that, it was really weird. Um, I am an intrepid photographer. I win. You're a fearless photographer? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite, how, I don't quite get it. All Fearless right. adventurous. I win. Uh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> did you guys forget about the word? I yeah, did. actually I did. <laughs> <laughs> so Maggie wins word of the week. Um, anyway. So overall. <clears throat> now there's still more. There is? The car. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Which <clears throat> I felt it in my bones that it was the same. Yeah. So way. after we left after the bag the second time. There is like a pull off across. There's like a memorial field. Except, yeah, or something. memorial fields or something, and you can pull off there. So we were gone for no more than like five minutes. Like minutes. Yeah. not even. No, no, it was like less than that. I think we like drove down the road and came and back. then turned right. Because I wanted no part of going back again. But you guys were like, "Oh, yeah. let's go," <laughs> which makes no sense because there were no cars on the road. Nothing. It's we would have seen road. them pull yeah. in. We saw every other car drive by. Even if the person drove down the road with their lights off, we still we would have seen, seen them. them. Yeah. Because they would have had to break to go in. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, there was a car in the pull-off. But I was like, what is that? I thought it was just reflectors. Right. Do you know what I'm thinking about now? Um, I might be jumping ahead here, but you were like, oh, it's possible that that car was there, there and we just didn't notice. I didn't say that. But I said that. Yeah, okay. Well, whoever said it. But... That's not even possible because right now we would have because seen of what it. we know now. So continue. Right, um, but I felt it in my bones that it was the it same was the creepy car man from yeah. the train. Um, so we literally were we trying to figure like yeah six times. we were trying to figure out if anyone was in it. So we kept driving back and forth trying to get the headlights to catch the window. The car was completely off, pitch black. Car. It was completely off. Not a single light. No cell phone light. No nothing. The windows weren't tinted. You couldn't you. But you couldn't see anything inside. Yeah. Um, It was really strange. So the last time, like, the amount of time it takes to get from where the car was pulled over to where you turn around is probably like 20 seconds. Yeah. If that. So So the the very last last time time we looped around and we came back, the car was gone. And you could, we ended up seeing it way up ahead on the road. Like, it took... Yeah, but then it disappeared. And then it disappeared. Again. Yeah. It was really, really strange. So I really feel in my bones that it was the same. It looked like the same car, so it's very possible. So then we decided to, like, wrap up for the night and go, and we were waiting to pull out onto the Route 127, and the car wouldn't move. Yep. Like, it it felt like something was pulling the car backwards. And I was hitting the gas. Yeah. So that was really scary. So that, that was our night, our two-day investigation at the Medfield State Hospital. So even though we couldn't really find anything about this place being haunted. It um, definitely is. Yep. 
It definitely it's very is. creepy. But and that's not people. like I don't want to like I feel like people shouldn't stereotype and say it's haunted just because these people were insane. But it, it's not that. It's just the fact that people have died there and they've died alone and they've died in tragic ways. And when you think of like a ghost story or a ghost, it's usually because they died in a sad way right. or they have unfinished business or whatever. Well, Christopher had unfinished business. <coughs> Christopher just, wanted the candy. He did want the candy. So Leonardo DiCaprio also signed his name there. Allegedly. He wrote Leo Decap. There was yeah. here. But here's my thing. That it was confirmed by a security guard, supposedly. They're not going to let movie stars into these buildings that are riddled with asbestos. I just don't buy it. Right. I don't see them... I don't see that happening. It literally said Leo Decap was here. Yeah, I saw that. Could be real. Could be not real. We don't know. Leo, can you Leo, tell if this is yeah. real? <laughs> um, we don't know. So, it, overall, it did not disappoint. No, it didn't. At all. I would whatsoever. definitely like to go back there I want to go back, too. Um, I would go back every day. <laughs> yeah. Oddly it's enough. Real, I would like, yeah. I feel like as long as we don't see that creepy man, he was creepy. Yeah, never again. Um, we. I would like to go back. I would like to take advantage of just the fact you can walk around right. freely while during the day still, while it's still there. While, right, while the because buildings are still there. There are talks about them um, demolishing it and building apartments, which is ridiculous. Like, yeah. how many more apartments do you need? Um, but overall, it was really good. It was. It's a really, really cool place. I also want to go back. To go to the cemetery. I do want to try to get in and find the cemetery. Um, I think that would be cool. Because we didn't go there. No, we couldn't. There's like a road, but I think we were on the wrong road. After I was researching everything today, I think there's an actual entrance. Oh, um, okay. We'll have to try to find it. Um, but it is a really cool place. Even paranormal stuff aside, it's a cool place. Yeah. So I'm glad we went. And, you know, don't go there and, and be a fucking dick. Yeah. Like, respect the fucking place. Yeah. Which, like I said, people do break into the buildings. It's not... It's kind of shitty, but the place is nice. It's cool. It's a cool place. And it's haunted. So. Deemed by us. Added bonus. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so, yeah, it's really cool. We had fun. It, it, Produced some good stuff, and we liked it. And now, unfortunately, against... Oh, I forgot. My better... (laughs) How did you forget? (laughs) Against, like, everything that I want, I'm going to let Kayla have another segment this week of Ghostly Gourmet. Woo! (sighs) Unreal. Anyway. <laughs> Maggie joins in on that. Go ahead. Tell them where we ate. We All ate right. here on night one. Yes, we did. Okay. We didn't eat anywhere on night two. <laughs> so, for this place, I had originally picked somewhere else. Everybody was very uninterested in the menu. I mean, I wasn't super uninterested. I was uninterested in the menu. But... You picked. It. I know, but I also like look. <laughs> Kayla's the worst food critic I've ever met in my whole entire life. I don't like life. to do research. Then um, you shouldn't have. Continue. Just tell them where. She wanted to pick the you're first place your... because it had mac and cheese. You're digging specs. yourself a hole, and but I'm going to cancel Ghostly Gourmet. How can the you people review? like it? No, and the by people the people, don't. I mean Maggie's sister. Well, 
All right. So we went to the Noon Hill Grill. But wait. Was it Noon Hill? Yeah. The first place. In my head the whole time I've been saying Noon High. <laughs> the first place that <laughs> like I knew picked was called the Well, Grog. we're not going to give them the, any credit. But she picked it because it had mac and cheese. And we said you can't pick Yeah, you can't just eat mac, mac and cheese, cheese every you week. You can't review mac and cheese I've judged week. places based on it their mac and matter. cheese. It doesn't matter. That's not an accurate thing. So we went to the Noon Hill Grill. The Noon Hill Grill was phenomenal. Wait, it's in Medfield, by the way. Yeah, it's literally five minutes away from this yeah. location. Okay. So carry on. Fucking incredible. So good. Let her review, because last week she didn't do any of the reviewing. Okay, okay. She asked us to review. I just, so she just wants to I be I didn't a eat host. your meals. I'm just... <laughs> you had... You ate... Because I want to be the host. I don't want to be a host. You ate our food. You, we let you sample the goods. And you didn't review them. <laughs> All right. So let's start again. The Noon Hill Grill. So the Noon Hill Grill is also Phantom Gourmet approved, by the way. But we're not Phantom Gourmet. We're Ghostly Gourmet. A so, ripoff of Phantom Gourmet. Shut up. No, we're not. And oh. they did it in 2010 and now it's 2019. So they have nine years. A ripoff of Phantom Gourmet. No, it's not. You're going to get me sued. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we got nachos as an appetizer. We got the Noon Hill nachos as an appetizer. I thought I was reviewing. But you're not doing a good job, so I feel like I need to help you. Jesus. All right. The so Noon Hill Grill. I'm pretty sure they were just called nachos. No, they weren't. They were called the Noon Hill nachos. You thought it was Noon High anyway. Whatever. So anyway. They were still called the Noon Hill nachos oh my or God. something like that. Anyway. All right. So the nachos were really good. They were very good. Like, phenomenal. They came in like a skillet. Really, really good nachos. I'm pretty They were pretty sure cheesy, too. They could have used a little bit more cheese, but they were pretty cheesy. Um, oh, you're right. Hmm. <laughs> As usual. Noon Hill nachos. I'm pretty sure the chips were made by them. Yeah, yeah. definitely in-house yeah, chips. they were very good. Yeah, the chips were phenomenal. Which I, thinking back about the cheese, remember I said it should be more cheesy? Yeah. Because I love cheese. I was the first one to say, like, it needs more cheese. But there was, like, a cheese sauce. 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 Yeah, underneath, and, and then actually like melted cheese. So there was a good amount of cheese. Could have used a little more, but it, it could have. But it was pretty. good. It was pretty solid. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say about this place was that they had normal sized booths. Actually, I had to lean over for my food this time. My <laughs> booths did not reach the other side of the booth, like, which was nice. My fat was not suctioned into my spine, so it was really exciting for me. Um, <laughs> So, um... The nachos were good. Nachos were phenomenal. I gave Kayla... You've said phenomenal three times. Jesus Christ, you know what? What did we... What did we say that the nachos were? A four? A four and a half. A four and a half. No, a four. Nope. Four. Four and a half. I feel like they were a four and a half. Those are some really good nachos. They were good. You're not the reviewer, though. Yeah, but my opinion matters. Neither are you. So... You said four and a half. You did. You said four, and then you're like, no, four and a half. And yeah. then I said no, four, because it needed more cheese. Um, I wish they had put the sour cream and the salsa like, on them. Yeah, I wish they did that, too. They did put pico but, on it, though. But still, a solid four, pretty good. So, the Katie? The were a little much for me. Though. Yeah, I can't do that spice. They weren't even spicy. They were killing me. They were fine. I, I ate two, and I wanted to die. They were fine. All right. So, entrees. So, Maggie got steak. It was no. Called... I don't know what the names of these meals then were. you need to It's just this, the 12-ounce 
No, it is the baseball steak. Yeah, it was like a baseball. It was called like baseball steak. Jesus, guys. It was a 12-ounce center-cut sirloin served with mashed potatoes and asparagus. It had butter and parsley on it. Buttery garlic. Guttery garlic. (laughs) That's for you, Aaron. (laughs) A buttery garlicky topping. The mashed potatoes and the asparagus. Yeah, it was like... I was jealous of her meal when it came out. Yeah. Like, it looked really good. Me too. <laughs> like, hers came out last, and I was like, damn, I kind of wish yeah. I got that. <laughs> so, it was called the Grilled Baseball Steak. The Grilled Baseball Steak. There we go. Well, it, it was fucking good. bomb. It was really good. It was so tender. I love the charness on it. Yeah. And I usually don't like that. Oh, that's my favorite thing about steak. I usually don't like that, but it was so good. It was a really juicy the steak. The flavor, oh, the one critique that I had was, well, I actually have two. Um, They overcooked it a little bit too much for my liking, and they should have cut the ends of the asparagus because I couldn't chew them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But other than that... What do you rate it? A 4.9. Wow. Wow, that's a a big one. All right. Kayla got... Yeah, I got the blackened chicken pasta, which had um, some peas, some peppers. It was like... um, banana peppers and then it had red peppers it was cajun-y yeah um and it was bow tie pasta with um like a grilled chicken on top mm-hmm. um it was really good i was expecting like I- i'm not good with spicy with blackened chicken yeah blackened chicken grilled chicken whatever <laughs> shut up <laughs> isn't it is there a difference where you're like it had like a grilled chicken like in my head i was just like how do i describe this chicken for like the past five minutes <laughs> Um, I thought it was going to be way more spicy because I can't handle spice at all. It was spicy. Yeah. But it was usually... It wasn't overbearing. No, it's like, it's usually I I can't eat it. Well, I feel like when you get a spicy pasta, especially, or like anything with like a spicy sauce, it's so spicy that you can't taste anything. Right. Right. But this was not... Yeah, the portions really good. were like good size. And I am too, a spicy connoisseur. Like I love spicy things. I do not, but I it looked really it good. It was very good. So what do you rate it? I'd give that like a four point <clears throat> seven. Okay. Not bad, not bad. Not bad. So Katie got the pesto. I will say that your pasta yeah. was a little undercooked. It was definitely al dente. It was a little bit more than al dente. It was chewy. It, uh, it no, was it, crunchy. It, it, yeah. <laughs> it was a very tiny bit undercooked. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I didn't... It, it was. I only ate, bow ties like, noodles. But... Bow ties are tricky. Well, yeah, I feel like you either, you either undercook them or you overcook them. There's, like, very rarely a happy medium. But they were a little undercooked. I don't cook enough to know. But every time I get them, I agree with that statement. Um, I got... Pesto. No. I got... The panko crusted chicken served over linguine with a pesto sauce. Wow, that was very descriptive. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what the menu says. <laughs> Crispy chicken served over linguine, tossed with basil, pine nut pesto. So, there's tomatoes and cheese on it too. Right. Pesto is my favorite pasta, it's just my favorite. Pesto was her favorite pasta. Like pasta sauce. Um, the chicken was great. It was very crispy. My noodles were cooked to perfection. 
However, I forgot to ask for no tomatoes because I don't like warm tomatoes, so that's my fault. And it wasn't, it wasn't overly pesto-y. See, I disagree. I thought, I thought it, it was, was perfect. No, I didn't, it wasn't, you could definitely taste the pesto. Well, pesto being your favorite, it's probably hard to... You could definitely taste the pesto. Right, that was enough pesto for me. I don't like pesto that's like... Bleh. Yeah, I don't Well, know I don't that. want it like that either, but like, you could taste it, but it wasn't like... I feel like it had like a pesto undertone. It wasn't like... Pesto wasn't the main flavor. It was really weird. But it was still good. And I give it a... 3.8. Well, that was a that was a morbid rating. Why? <laughs> when I think it was good, it just it wasn't great. It fair enough. Needed well, the more warm tomatoes and the Well, yeah, that was my enough. fault, so I'm not going to hold that against them. But it just wasn't I felt like the pesto took a back seat to like the cheese and the it just needed to be a little bit more pesto-y. And the restaurant itself, how do you feel about that? Oh, the restaurant is super I would go clean. Back. It's, yeah. I would 100% go back there. You can see right into the kitchen. Yeah. It's dimly lit, which oh proves God. my point from last week. It was kind of homey feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It was very cute. I would go back. They have a really good dessert menu. Oh. We didn't get dessert. We didn't get dessert. We were all it full. It was debated. It was, yeah, it was highly debated. But they have like a long dessert menu. Like more so than I feel like other restaurants do. And they had a nice cocktail list, so... Definitely so the restaurant as a whole, what do you give it? 4.8. I would say I, like I a 4.5. I would say like a 4.6. Yeah. All right. Very good, though. Very good. Yeah, very good restaurant. Definitely go back there. Okay. Well. That concludes Ghostly Gourmet. <laughs> I love how into it you I are. I like how everybody gets dead silent God when I say things. God forbid she's into the actual podcast as much as she's into this. She should just have her own this. podcast. She was sitting there the whole time while we've been doing this Staring at pictures just- of the food, probably. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to describe this? Like... I'm gonna and then when it came time, you forgot. <laughs> if you don't have this enthusiasm next week on on the actual episode, you're not getting ghostly gourmet. I take so, offense to this. Well, anyway. you better put some pep in your That's step. Right. Pep, 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 pep. Some pep in your paranormal stuff. Pep in my Pepto. Um, <laughs> fun fact: Pepto chewables make your fucking tongue turn black. <laughs> so. It's not funny. It's Katie pretty thought funny. she was possessed this morning. <laughs> this morning I this morning I woke up and I went to brush my teeth and I'm brushing my teeth and when I spit it was like kind of like gray. <laughs> so I'm like I was like what the fuck is happening? So I like opened my mouth and my tongue was like it wasn't like all black but there was black on my tongue. So I started freaking out. I was like scrubbing my I'm surprised I still have a tongue <laughs> the way that I was scrubbing it. Um I brushed my teeth twice. I was scraping my tongue with my fingernails. <laughs> I mouthwashed and I didn't understand what was happening. So at this point I started crying a little bit. <laughs> but can I explain what what happened? Yeah. When like this was happening to you? Yeah. I'm Uber driving. 
I have a passenger, and I just keep receiving <laughs> these messages. Well, I was panicking. So, like, she wasn't looking, so I, like, open my phone, and I see, um, there's black shit all over my tongue, and I brush my teeth twice. And I'm like, what? I'm in a ride. Can you send me a picture? <laughs> so I so sent her a picture, picture of my tongue. And then in all caps, it's from the Pepto! <laughs> like, I fucking wanted to die. <laughs> so, like, I started panicking a little. I didn't understand what was happening. So I went back in my bed with tears in my eyes, (laughs) and I'm Googling black tongue. (laughs) So at first I thought I was possessed, like, and this is, like, the devil has taken over. And so I'm Googling, and then something called black hairy tongue came up. Don't Google it. I mean, Google it, but go ahead at your own risk but the pictures are fucking terrifying so then i started crying even more because i thought that i had (gasps) the beginning stages of black hairy tongue i didn't know what was going on and then so you know yeah so i thought that that's what was gonna happen to me so i started panicking so then it's literally fur it's gross so then when you start you know when you Google something, there's like suggestions at the top. So the first one was Pepto. So I clicked it. Appar- yeah, it's gross. Ooh. So apparently, um. Oh yeah, it does say Pepto right away, huh? Yep. That's interesting. So apparently, the ingredient in Pepto, the main ingredient, reacts with sulfur that can be in your saliva, which can temporarily make your tongue look black. So I panicked for nothing because I took Pepto before bed. And that's why my tongue was black. And I don't have black hairy tongue and I'm not possessed. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, honestly, we talk about Pepto on every episode. I feel like they should have sponsored us at this point. I think I said that last week. Like, they need to. (laughs) They need to sponsor you. (laughs) Damn straight. Free Pepto for life right here. So. I think they'd go out of business without me. (laughs) That wraps up. But it's haunted. Episode 8. Yeah. Medfield State Hospital. Why are you like this? Anyway. Why are you? Um, we'll put all the pictures up on Instagram. Insta. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to be peppy for you. (laughs) It wasn't peppy. It was just weird. Uh, Like, it's like I have an echo. Um, you can follow us at But It's Haunted. You can email us. But It's Haunted at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. At But It's Haunted. And thank you for listening. People have been responding to our email thing too, right? Like um, A couple people have emailed, yes. Email us. Um, we appreciate you guys, yeah, for do. real. Like We, we have, have over 800 listens now. And almost 1,000 followers. And almost 1,000 followers, so thank you guys. Uh, we hope you come back next week. We're going somewhere cool. We think you'll like it. And yeah, that's it. Hopefully we like it and hopefully we don't get possessed. We're not going to get possessed. You never know. Anyway. Bye. Bye. Bye.